This week's episode of Black Girl Brunch is sponsored by Legacy DC. Planning on heading to DC? Are you a DC resident looking to support a small business in your area? Check out Legacy DC, a unique art gallery that specializes in graffiti, street art, and digital art. Legacy DC is also a I-71 gifting shop. What's I-71 gifting? Glad you asked. In short, I-71 is a legal way of receiving cannabis products in DC. It's the gift for purchase system, but instead of being gifted something random you'll never use, you're gifted a cannabis product. How does I-71 work at Legacy DC? For patrons 21 plus, with one purchase of digital art, you receive a cannabis product of your choosing. That's so decent. I'm for sure hitting them up next time I'm in DC. Right? You can also order online and pick up in store. For more info on Legacy DC and I-71, check out their website at thelegacydc.com. And welcome to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And we're so happy to be tuned in on this Tuesday. Tuesday. Wow. <laughs> it's 2 2. No, it's not 2 2 Tuesday, but it's the 22nd. So. I'm happy some, one of us knows the date because I just be feeling like once it gets, I be wanting March to go by so fast. That's so funny because I don't have a job and I know the date. <laughs> I just feel like at some point I just wanted to be spring. Yeah, it's a. I said yeah. I thought spring <laughs> was March 20th or is it April 20th? It starts. I don't actually know. It's like it might be officially. March 20th, or if it is March 20th, it surely don't feel like it. I mean, thank God in Philly, it's a lot nicer. It's a lot like, we're, we're, yeah. we're, it's, it's spring. <laughs> sure. We're officially into the the thick of it, spring. I say sure because I wore my North Face puffer coat just now, like to go outside and, you know, walk around comfortably. Wait, just now? Mm-hmm. That's weird, bro. I was walking outside. I had to make sure I wasn't going to get cold. Into the thick of it. Ugh. But I knew it, ain't, it ain't feeling like spring yet. That's the point to me. Yeah, that's not, that's nasty work. What's nasty work? That it don't feel like spring. I know. Hopefully. That's my favorite saying right now. That's nasty work. Yeah, you know my old days. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, Iman be, like, Iman will be slow with the sling, but when she find it out, Pick it up. She pick it up, baby. Don't sleep on her. Do not count her words. out at all. Nope. All I need to know is the context. And I'm like, all right, bet. That is a great word. <laughs> yeah, I could not get into that coogie, coogie word. What word? It was like something like coogie. It was like something like that. Coogie? <laughs> yeah, he was like, it's like coogie. They were trying to say it's like corny or something. I never heard I that like, one. Did I, I use like it? Sound. No, you didn't. Who the hell was using that? <laughs> um... <laughs> Yo, I'm not lying. People were saying things. Let me make sure I'm saying this shit right. People were saying things was coogie. <laughs> yeah. Come on, like coogie slang. <laughs> now I feel crazy. That's like something you heard on Scooby Doo or something. <laughs> no, all right. It was like a way of saying like corny. Chuggy. Chuggy. I never heard that. People were saying chuggy. I think that might be a British slang. Well, they were saying, uh, it's a catch-all word. This is Urban Dictionary. A catch-all word to describe anything that is basic, uncool, or untrendy. 
Chugi to me is just like one of those words where like I don't like the way I sound saying it. No, who says that? Who can say that? And when oh, people no. say it, they say it real hard. Yeah, I just I see it right now. Mm-hmm. No. Where did you hear that word from? That's what I'm trying to I feel like I'm trying to not be shady and say who said it because I thought as soon as they said it, I was like, I ain't saying that shit. <laughs> I can tell you right now and I'm never gonna say that. I'm never gonna use that slang no. to did, me. You heard it on TikTok? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Enough said. Yo, you really trying to get to the bottom of where I heard this from? Because that's a weird. Because I feel like you're not around words like that. <laughs> People need to understand you're not oh around words God. and sayings like that. No, I'd be thank God for you and Savvy and Karina for putting me on shit. Like, because I wouldn't know about TikToks, memes, nothing. Like, I remember I didn't know who the Bang Bang was. And everybody was making get so mad at me. I'm like, no, who says Bang Bang? <laughs> Lord have, Lord have mercy also has been my new saying. And I'm like, I got to stop. I've been saying, Lord have mercy all weekend. Iman, you are too young for this. <laughs> I know. I'm like, people be looking at me when I say it. I'm like, oh. <sighs> I'm just trying. That's all you can do. All we can do. All you can do is try. How was your week? My week, I forgot that I even existed, but like it was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool because, you know, I'm in the process of doing deep cleaning, throwing stuff out, you know, getting ready for the dirty 30. Um, I mean, that's not the only re- I mean, you should clean your room anyway, not because you're doing <laughs> <laughs> You said, I only clean my room once a decade. <laughs> it's my tradition that is not true that's not true (laughs) you should just practice cleaning your room but um but yeah um yeah so i've been in a good mood about that um you know throwing away discovering things that i didn't even know i had because (laughs) i low-key have a shopping problem but besides that yeah how about chili man it has been cool like I've just been realizing a lot of stuff and things uh, I have been working out, but I definitely burnt myself out. Like, I got to get better. Like, I think about by the time Tuesday and Wednesday come, mm-hmm. I just go so hard on Monday and Tuesday. By the end of the day, Tuesday, by the end of the day, Wednesday, I'd be like, <laughs> but it's okay. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my ass to bed as soon as we're done. Like, that always fixes it. Yeah. Like, sleep. And working out fixes every problem I have. So as I get older, I've learned to stop freaking out when I feel any type of burnout and just be like, just go to bed, go go watch a movie, go relax and pour into yourself. So that's what I'm gonna do once I once I get off of here. I'm gonna take my SB. Exactly. Exactly. And eat another um what I just ate, Sabria saw. I call it a boneless sandwich. It's essentially just the vegan lunch meat and the vegan cheese by itself. It's so good, especially when you ran out of bread. Exactly, as we all should run out of bread, um, mm-hmm. because bread is the enemy. <laughs> yes. So let's get into this phase four. So um, shout out to our girl, Liana, who gave us this prompt for phase four this week. It's four new things we're excited to do this summer. So what I'm excited to do is, God willing, don't know how this world is going, <laughs> um, that I get to... <laughs> I get to go to Comic-Con and I get to do cosplay because I was supposed to go to Comic-Con in 2020, but obviously I didn't get to go. Um, 
So, like I said, God willing, I go this year. I've had my ticket since 2019. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that would be new that I would be able to do. Like, I dressed up, like, you know, Halloween and stuff. But I never done cosplay. I mean, Miss Frizzle, cosplay. I feel like that's cosplay. But, like, I never got to do, like, the big cosplay. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm just making a bunch of noise here. Um, <laughs> another thing is I would like to actively hike this summer like with the like go somewhere with the intention of hiking like i really want to go where there's beautiful rocks um yeah. very a big fan of rocks shout out to rocks i love rocks um <laughs> i um like had a bunch of fun when i went hiking in utah i can't stop thinking about it um so i would like to go places like that to hike like utah um Arizona, like anywhere where there's, um, you know, rocks. rocks. Yeah. Um, that's not on the <laughs> East Coast. Um, so yeah. yeah, I would like to do that. Um, also, I would like to have like a beach day, maybe like once, at, like every other week, like once a week, if possible. That's a damn. That's a lot. But like not once damn. a week. But like you, you trying to get a shore house? <laughs> not once a week, but like more frequently like mm-hmm. let's go down to the beach like you know i would love to do that um because i just was recently looking at pictures of when we went down to the beach um after the so paint like when we thought things were getting better um in 2020 <laughs> um we, we went to the beach that was very nice and we took a nap on the beach that was so good mm-hmm. um also random um drive through a movie like why not wow okay yeah let's do it cool. now that would be fun <laughs> yeah right that would like, be very fun right i'll say being away from other people while doing an activity what right goofing off in the car with snacks like <sighs> that sounds so fun right that's what i thought that so fun so i'm like why that not love to do that. let's figure it out i'm sure there's places like yeah I, I there, think... are, there are um somebody i work with went to a drive-through with their um partner and i was like oh my gosh like that's so cool so yeah i feel like also like i feel like that is just so me and you like thing to do yes because yes. i feel like the snacks would be lit because we can I was be just in the car we could be in the car and we buy our own snacks yes for sure all the vegan things we want and also i was just thinking about how when we went to go see the revenant and remember that we had the whole basically the whole movie theater to ourselves Oh. And the seats reclined, and we didn't know what the movie about, and it was taking us down all them twists and turns. I want to do, I want that feeling again. Like, I, I want the feeling of when we watched Revenant and when we watched Girl on the Train, even though you had seen it before me, and this and Parasite. Like when I'm watching a movie like that, and it's like, oh shit, how about that? What is happening? Mm, this is juicy. Got mm. me eating the popcorn like, <laughs> like mid midsummer, but even though I was falling asleep on it, I be. That was just a bad joint. I'm like, why am I falling asleep on this good? That movie, movie was definitely something. <laughs> that movie was <laughs> unbelievable. Oh my god. But um, yeah. Wait, was that four? Was that four? Yeah, that was four. Okay, perfect. So for me, my fave four is one. I want to take walks. I really want to get back to just like taking walks and um, 
it's just something I really need to do as a person who is so high anxiety. Like I need to be able to just take several walks a day, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd be waiting for the weather to break. Like that's why I was walking in the North face cool outside today (laughs) because I just, this is one thing I could do. I could talk on the phone, can clear my mind, but I got to be moving my feet, walking around the neighborhood. So I'm really looking forward to getting back into my walks, especially because I'm in a new neighborhood one. So it's like new walks, new things to see. And two, uh, Jarrell and Sean, they live near me now. So I'll have people to walk with from time to time. And of course you can join us. It's just going to be a new flavor to the walks. Yeah, I will definitely insert myself in some way. Um, do not worry about that. That's uh, <laughs> another, <laughs> that's something, that's something that I will definitely try um, this summer. That's, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, uh, inserting myself because I definitely feel like no. I don't do it enough. So, yeah. When you guys hurt yourself, it'd be funny and shit to me. <laughs> like, I never forget. So, Sabria was at work, but I got invited to her cousin's dinner. And all of a sudden, Sabria just walked into the restaurant. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> she just walked in. And it was like, in a reality show when the villainous character walks in. It was, everybody was like, <gasps> Like, whoa. I was like, Sabria. And she was like, no, when I fucking saw you here with my family, I was like, oh, no, I'm going to make it. I'm like, no, the, the way you insert yourself into things when you find out I'm in it is so funny to me. Because I really do be hanging out with your family. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Like, this is so crazy. Like, <laughs> what's happening here? Don't introduce me to nobody if you don't want me to hang out with you separately. That's just it. Because one, that's one thing about me. I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to get, a, I like one-on-one time. Yeah. I was like, what? And like, I was working and that's when I was like in the suburbs and I found a way to come there. I was on the bus like, oh my gosh, like they better still be there. They better still be there. She was like, "Put yeah, can I get a seat? Like she just made a seat at the table and I was like, wow <laughs> oh my god I said, yeah. oh, okay sorry i meant to put it looks like i wrote welding on my list <laughs> welding is not something i want it's wedding okay it's welding. Oh. <laughs> so i'm in a wedding this summer and honestly i'm really looking forward to that because i've never been a bridesmaid before and i always wanted to be i know a lot of women never want to be bridesmaids <laughs> like that's like usually some people's nightmare <laughs> but i'm just like, i get to wear a gown that's all i heard is that I get to wear a gown and it's my cousin who feels like my brother getting married to someone who I've known since I was a kid. And I feel like she's my cousin slash sister. So it's just like, such, it's going to be such a joyous occasion. Like mm-hmm. some weddings, it'd be feeling like pump the brakes. Don't do it. Please stop. No. <laughs> but this is a wedding where I'm just like, yes, absolutely. Black love. Mm-hmm. I, I love like, him so much. It's funny that you said that. That's just some people nightmare. I feel like if you don't want to be a bridesmaid, like you a hater, because like I feel like you could just like not why your do you, time. It's giving like Joan energy to me. It's not your fucking time, okay? And you there to support that? All I nobody, about, no wonder you constantly because nobody wants to marry because you're a kill, you're a buzzkill. I was just like you're you a mean, me. nasty little lady. You chose me to be in your wedding to share your, to share your special day. I'm just so excited. Like me and my cousin, we recently went to get her wedding dress. I like I don't have no like blood sister. Like I don't have no blood sister. So the fact that I'm doing shit that I never thought I would do because I don't have no sisters is like making my whole life. Like she put her wedding dress on for me. I'm one of the only people who have seen her in her wedding dress. Like I feel like yes, like this is this is I want to support you. That's <laughs> so day. spiritual. 
Yes, it, it felt it feels amazing to be to be part of the wedding. And I'm so excited. And was like all these bridesmaids activities and like there's matching bathing suits. And I'm like, fuck yeah! Like this is what I live for. I love the fact that we all got to wear the same thing. I love it. So then I'm also looking forward to happy hours. Okay, I realize now that I like happy hours because of how stressed I be. Like it's just like the harder you work, it don't matter if you love your job. It don't matter. If it's your dream job, the more you work in life, the more you need a drink sometimes. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the more, not just drinks, but food too, but at a decent price. Like I'll be seeing little happy, like happy hour menus. The, the tacos be like two, three dollars. I'm like, period. And I know um, <clears throat> we've never been, but like Tattoo Mom be having stuff. Sorry, excuse me. But they be having like pierogi days where you Whoa. get like, you get the, you I'm get interested. Dollar. You get dollar pierogies. <laughs> Don't tell me that. They're like, ma'am, did you? Why is your bill still three hundred dollars? And you, <laughs> hey, mom, <laughs> like, ma'am, why is your bill one thousand dollars? I was like, I didn't know there was a max, a maximum. <laughs> Yo, I love a pierogi. Their pierogi so good. It's, they are amazing. I just want to try every. Happy hour in the city. <laughs> I had these tacos from this restaurant. I can't remember the name of it. In Philly. Oh my God. It was like mushroom tacos. And I got an order of three tacos. And I was like, hi, can I have three more? <laughs> no, because sometimes they be They skinny. was mini ones. No, they was yeah. the mini ones. I'm like, come on. I'm a grown ass woman. Like, give me, give me a roll taco. But you can, when it comes to tacos, you really can get lost. Like, you really can lose it. <laughs> That's why I don't like personally, like... I don't a taco Tuesday like making it in my myself at my home like that is a dangerous game for me so I don't like doing it because like you know the box like the uh, like the stand up tacos like that box it'd be like twenty four tacos in it and I'm like well same with nachos I fill up the plate two times the bag be gone I'm like whoa guac no like that's why i'm like honestly this is another thing i'm starting to realize about myself i can only share food with people who eat fast yeah yeah i feel like me and you be like yeah. me and you be fun. we get to it we get to it but people who be talking i'm like girl you gonna be mad because i'm not gonna stop eating <laughs> i can't care to party like i went to eat i went to eat this food like, i want one chip going out my mouth for me to have another chip in my hand <laughs> Like, I want a study beat of like eating. That's how what it was do, with I mean, me and my mom. What do you think I'm out for? Just we could have talked through the phone. <laughs> I'm out to eat. When I tell you, I killed that bag of nuggets when me and my mom got it. She was like, "It's only 13 nuggets left." I said, <laughs> "I'm so sorry. I'm done." <laughs> no, I was eating some guac with my family, and my little brother came down. And was like, "Oh, you and mommy tore it up, but I ate it by myself." I was like, uh, "Yeah, me and mommy really went in." Um, but travel. I also. Oh, sorry. The next thing I want to do is travel. Like, I really just want to visit places that I've never visited before. Like, it don't always have to be a super glamorous trip either. Like, I'm okay with just being like, like, I heard Chicago is really great to go to in the summertime. Like, everybody wanted to visit Chicago in the summer. I want to visit. I want to visit San Diego. I want to visit, like, Oakland. Just a bunch of cities where you can try different food and and like just see things on your own time. Like I don't necessarily got to be at a party at a club or anything like that. I don't have, even have to be getting super dressy. I just like the idea of exploring as 
especially because I know that Philly isn't my forever home. So I just want to see different places and maybe figure out what where I belong. Like, want to go to Portland? Oh, I would love to go to Portland. Um, also, you should come to San Diego with me since I'm going for comedy. Oh no, I, I don't know if you can. Well, I be just planning to go everywhere, like. Anytime my friends say they're going on a trip, I'd be like, you know what? We had a point now where we travel alone. So if I'm going to just, if I can, last minute, I'm just going to join. Like, I'm just going to come. Period. <laughs> I'm already going to Arizona and Miami next month. I'm so freaking excited because this is very new for me. I don't I'm so like happy this. for it. Everybody clap for Iman because, like, she don't go nowhere. Nope. I'm trying. I'm really stepping outside my comfort zone. She's stepping out her comfort zone. that's it that's what we want to do this summer though that's on the agenda um next let's get into toast for assist this week we want to toast to mary j blige one for being fine as hell and fabulous and for just always being like real and for also recently going on the record and saying why she didn't want to have kids she said she like moving how she moved and that is learn to respect what people want to do and stop asking them questions like that she doing it because she want to do it and she living her life the way she wants to exactly i love that yeah, I love that, like, women being, like, just being raw, candid, and honest, and just being, like, you know, I love being auntie. Also, that's crazy. That, that means her legacy ends with her. Period. Shout out wonderful to her. Thing, wonderful way to frame it, you know. She is in control of her own legacy. Queen Latifah, okay? She just celebrated her birthday, and we just want to give a shout-out to the queen. Uh, I feel like Queen Latifah seems so cool, but we know for a fact because when we and Sabria, we went to 106 in Park in high school, and we saw, like, Trina, Carrie Washington, Queen Latifah, Terrence J, and Roxy was – Terrence J and Roxy were the hosts at the time. Yeah. But she was when there. we went to commercial break, like, a lot of people just was quiet, and it wasn't no problem. They wasn't, like – they were working, you know? But Queen Latifah, <laughs> when – when, when the show went to commercial break, she walked around and she was speaking to everybody. She was hitting our hands. Like this one, she's promoting just right. And to as soon as I saw that, I felt like she that inspired me so much. I was like, when I get older and I become somebody, I always want to be nice. I always mm-hmm. want to go out my way to be like, she touched all of our hands. Like mm-hmm. I remember she wanted to give, she touched every single one of our hands. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, of course. Yes. This was like 2010. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like that energy she gave us like these black kids just because she saw us was and amazing. i felt like i knew her i felt like she she was definitely like my older cousin or something like that mm-hmm. so shout out to queen latifah i hope she had a fabulous birthday yeah all right let's get into tea time so just a just a warning um this week we're not going to do tv dinner and we're not going to do sunken place because it's just was so much going on it's so much mess going on this week that we just was like you know what <laughs> it's so we ain't been messy in a minute like it's yeah okay. we it's- haven't had a week like this in a long time <laughs> the reason why we started doing tv dinner is because pop culture was so boring but uh <laughs> Boy, oh boy, have people been acting a fool recently. Um, <laughs> so this is actually not people acting a fool, but it's just something I thought was like, I mean, come on, we have to talk about it. So Romeo Miller, Michelle Williams, and Tina Knowles, and Antonio Cupo, who I'm not really sure who that is. Let me look who, look who, that, who that is. They're all starring in a Lifetime uh, film that was produced by T.D. Jakes. 
it's an anthology, anthology series of the seven deadly sins. Okay. And so it's <laughs> a real stomach piece. So in the book, I mean, in the movie, um, Michelle stars as a, a single lawyer named Chastity. And she navigates a chaotic romance with another lawyer, Xavier Collins, played by the Coop, Antonio Cupo. With their relationship heads down the wrong path, Chastity realized that she has been swept up by Xavier's passion and abandoned her principles. She finds herself alarmed by Xavier's jealousy and wrath, which leads to suspicious actions and dangerous threats. Chastity then confines in her mother, Sarah, played by Miss Tina, and turns and turns to her childhood boyfriend, Roger Tompkins, for guidance. And you can guess, you've guessed it. Roger Tompkins is, <laughs> is Romeo. So I just felt like that was just like, whoa. I felt like the the auntie's going to eat it up. I just, like I said earlier, it's a big question mark for me. Like, I have no clue where it's going. I have no clue why it's happening. I have no clue. I was excited. It's so. (laughs) This Antonio Cooper. Wait, it's still like bright. I can't see it. Oh, was he on Law and Order? He probably was. But um, yeah. So again, I'm happy for these people, but it is so. I couldn't have picked a more random cast. A more random theme. Everything is just so random. I was not expecting this. I feel like Michelle is sticking to her values. Her values, you know, for sure. Also, which I always respect. I can't wait to see Tina Knowles act. Like, what is going to... Like, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I can't wait. See. I what? can't wait. Where is this going? Like, I can't wait. Like, what is she... Oh, my gosh. What is she... Um. What does she out-act Beyonce? <laughs> One thing I will say is Miss Tina is always... She she really be having her own projects and stuff. And I love that. Like, she is really not just Beyonce and Solange's mom. Like, she, she is. is not. She is, like... She does her own thing. And I feel like it's, she's so vibrant and, like, just excited to take on new things. And I think that when I look at women like her, it makes me so excited to embrace every stage of my life because it could be whatever you want it to be. Like, she make her, like, she literally got remarried, found the real love of her life older. She started getting talk shows. She started, like, doing all these things, movies on Lifetime. When she, when most people would consider a woman, quote, unquote, washed. And she was like, (laughs) washed where? Pepper. So now I just, I love it. I think it's going to be so funny. It's going to be messy. <laughs> I love that Michelle's name is Chastity. And the reason why she's getting stalked is essentially because she abandoned her principles. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I heard is that Chastity was, she got caught up. She got digmatized and now he crazy. Um, it happens, you know? That's her. Don't I know it. <laughs> so that's something to be on the lookout for. Um, Big Lotto has been having some issues with these men rappers. So recently she sat down during an interview and she said that um, a man that was featured on her album gave her a hard time clearing the track because essentially she wouldn't sleep with him. Right. And she said it happens a lot. And like a lot of women keep it a secret. A lot of people be like, that's just how it is. And she's at a point where she's like, 
but it shouldn't be. Like, I'm not going to keep staying silent while, you know, people make women uncomfortable. Like, essentially, she said, that's not the price you should have to play, pay as a female rapper. And she's 100% correct. It's exactly. not the price you should have to pay. Um, she did clarify that it was not 21 Savage. Don't, I think they date, right? I think they do. They don't say it, but I think it might be a thing. Okay, so... He loved mixed girls. <laughs> Well, sorry, buddy. I'm looking at the the list of people. So she said it wasn't 21 Savage. Rich the Kid is on the album. Uh, Lil Wayne, Child, which who knows? Childish Gambino. I, you know, whatever. I doubt it. Lil Durk. I doubt it because he's with India. Um, Nardo Wick. Not sure who that is. Who the Kodak fuck is that? And Kodak Black. So of course the internet went crazy in saying that it was Kodak Black because. He um, sat down on the Breakfast Club a few years ago, and he said, with my female artists, this is how it is. I got to bust them. They ain't got to be my girlfriend, but I'm going to bust them. When Charlemagne the God and Angelique called him out, he said, so why you expect a nigga to do music with you then? So he pretty much said back then that if you don't expect to fuck a man, then you shouldn't be collaborating with him. Cool. I'm honest, honest to God, I wouldn't have had nobody who could say something like that on my album because, like, I be believing people when they say crazy shit like that. But, you know, whatever. He is on the album, and he tweeted, that mulatto girl is not talking about me, homie. I saw y'all steady reaching, lol. Shorty ain't even saying nigga name on that shit. I don't know why the fuck y'all trying to make a nigga wear that jacket. I'm too fly for that shit, homie. Um... I think the reason why people called you out is because you admitted to being someone who would do something like that. Yeah. Like you, you ugly fuck. Like, (laughs) and you were also under, you know, investigation for doing something like that already. Yeah. You just got a real uncle diddles, like reputation in the industry so it's like why are you shocked that people think that you are a pervert so my whole thing is whether you did it or not we can't confirm i hope i really hope mulatto is brave enough to say who it is for the sake of like other female rappers working with people like that however it's like you may not have done that but you, you do be doing something no what the hell you doing I don't know, but it ain't good. Definitely being a damn troll, but that was just fucked up. Um, but I was looking at like all the male features, and I'm like, is that the new formula or something? I don't see no women on this album. Like, I don't like that at all. Like, I don't. You, I'm, I really don't. After that Megan Thee Stallion and the baby situation, I would be like, bro, I'm real. I'm real nervous about that because like. Cash It is such a good song, but he's on there. Exactly. Also, like, so here's this thing. I feel like with female rappers, they do the same thing that black people do with, like, oh, let's put a white person in the diversity. But niggas don't think like that. Like, they don't be thinking like that. It's the same thing how white people don't be thinking, like, how white people don't be thinking about black people. Men don't be thinking about women like that. Nope. So why y'all gotta feel like you always gotta include them? Like, that's irritating to me. I'm just shocked. Like, no feature. I feel like Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls, like, they, Doja Cat, they always work with other women. They might get a man on a feature from time to time, but they really do be working with other women. I don't see none on this so, whole thing. 
she had a song with City Girls before, and she did a song with Trina. Um, and who I think she might have did a song with Cuban. Like she, her features like before this, she has done a lot of stuff with female rappers, and the stuff was good. And she had a song with Santana. So I'm like, why this direction? And like, why yeah, like so why is it changing think- on like her debut? Like this is like going to be big. Like this album. Like um, like what's up with that? Yeah, I'm looking know. at I it again. I think it's a strategy. It's I think it's a strategy to be like tap into like the male market or, or like don't nobody give a fuck about the, them? and these men not gonna listen to men don't listen to women rappers like they just don't like they just they don't. don't and if they do it's like a tiara whack or it's somebody who's like not anywhere part of the like somebody who's not sexy like that's not their image like sex sells like tiara whack her image is swag cool you know what i mean not yeah. I'ma have my ass cheeks pressed against the camera lens for the front for the exactly. cover. And like, like it's I love both girls. I do. But it's like you gotta understand who I don't know. I don't know what the strategy was for that, but I just wouldn't be aligning with all the men anyway. Are you okay? Oh no, I'm okay. Oh, Sorry. I thought it was a hot topic. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. My face was like mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. But no, no, no. That's very true. Like niggas sorry i said niggas but um men <laughs> they don't listen niggas. to that stuff unless their girls are like forcing them like they're not a man's not gonna be like i can see the big 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 energy like at all, at all. it don't matter if 21 savage on a remix or not yeah also that's not confirmed who's on the the uh i think it's big energy remix and mm-hmm. i'll say who's on the remix yeah it's like it's like out. question marks yeah, so I wonder who um, was somebody also was talking about Rick Ross, and I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, because he said that nasty thing too. Yep, and it's just like it's at a point where men can say stuff like that and their careers still be good to go. Like, that's wild. That's why I, when people bitch and complain about cancel culture, it's just not like, nope, you just put people under fire for a little bit, make them uncomfortable, but they don't, nothing really stops. It really don't stop because, like, again, like, Kodak Black, literally one of his cases, like, was for assault. So, (laughs) yeah. Hmm. So, and here we are. Uh, But um, next up on the list, it's just, honestly, we about to go into just rap mode. All these hot topics are about rappers because they are so messy these days. Mm -hmm. So, Nicki Minaj shared a screenshot of of an article written about her. and it was, you know, praising her, her status in hip hop. So here was the quote, whether she's gone on an unexpected freestyle or guest feature run, giving a rare interview or speaking her mind in a wild Twitter rant, Nicki Minaj's presence via oral, oral, digital or visual is absolutely enthralling. And when she's on hiatus, you can tell. Despite the welcome contributions of women like Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls, and Doja Cat over the past few years, female rap still feels incomplete without Nicki Minaj's presence and and output. And that alone illustrates how important she is to hip-hop as genre and a culture. So that was saying that regardless of all these other girls who are doing it, when Nicki is silent, hip-hop feels it. Why did she share that screenshot <laughs> with the names Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, City Girl, and Doja Cat scribbled out? So yeah. it was like, I, I thought Cardi said that she was squashing it like a few years ago. You know, she yeah. was like, look, 
I'm a mother now. I don't give a damn, right? And Megan Thee Stallion has done a song with Nicki Minaj, Hot Girl Summer. City Girls, They, I think they just talking about her on Twitter at one point. As they were talking about everybody at one point before they made it us, literally us right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally us. Uh, so, but they seem to be like into Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat literally worships her. Yeah. My thing is why share the quote at all? <laughs> One, two, what did Doja Cat do? Doja you know Cat really said, thank you, Nikki. And I'm like, see, this is why I don't want Dicky off nobody because as soon as you be Joe like that, they, they turn around and make you look stupid. Oh my gosh. The way that that would be my Joker origin story, like, <laughs> <laughs> I would go nuts. Also, like, what did Megan Thee Stallion do? Also, like, what the thing is, I understand the Cardi B and the City Girls thing. Like, I understand that's whatever. But, like, what did those two do? You collaborated and, like, with them. Like, I don't know if it's because the songs didn't go number one that she, like, fuck y'all. But it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I mean, it went number one with me. I like the songs. Like, here's what I think I think it's so fucked up that she even shared that. Because yeah. it's like, out of all the things to tweet about, why share the bite that compares you to being the best over other rappers, even if you didn't scratch out the names? Yeah. I feel like it was shady to share that that bite. Mm-hmm. But it's like the fact that you did, like, why? what do you want? And it's like, as soon as somebody says something back to you, you're going to claim that people just not respecting you as the queen. And like, even that interview with Corey LeBret, I just feel like, yo... I'll be, as soon as Nicki Minaj is quiet and I'm listening to her old music, I'll be like, yo, I really respect her so much. And as soon as she opened her mouth, I'll be like, bro, I can't fucking do this shit. Like, she, like, I hate people who are delusional. Like, I really can't <laughs> stand people who just, like, their mind is, like, you can't talk to them. You know, you can't reason with them. It's just, <laughs> yeah, they, I they feel like really, no... they, the, they the victim. No matter what you say, they're the victim. And it's just, like, you going out sad and you going out way more ghetto than you got to be. Yeah, like that's just so wild to me that I mean it's not a big deal but like you know you know how these bloggers and like how all the stuff you know how they are and it's going to spin and it's going to turn into something like that is going it's just going to escalate like and it just looks like to me it looks like uh, like you went to this the Chris Jenner school of distraction like what are you trying to distract us from? Like the fact that that nigga was in the music video. Yeah. And and I I also just feel like it's nobody's, nobody can make it anything that you haven't made it. You literally shared it and scratched your colleagues name out. Like you you think they're not your colleagues, but they are, that's what they are. They're other female rappers. And it's like for you to be, you know, 10 plus years older than most of these girls, and them all saying they look up to you and you treat them like this. To me, that's just like, bro, why, how, you're being a terrible person. You're being that terrible because it's like, be. what did Doja yeah, Cat do? Like, honestly, again, if you if you just mean and bitchy, like I get Cardi B, even though she squashed it. You know, I get the mm-hmm. City Girls, even though they pretty much owned up to everything they said. Even Megan Thee Stallion, like if y'all don't get along no more. But Doja Cat literally be publicly begging and pleading. Like what? Yeah, right? Like, she's a sweet, you know, girl. Also, like, even if you fell out with Megan, like, don't let it be... People already think that, you know? But yeah. don't let it be known. Um, 
So yeah, that was just re- it's just a strange thing because like she's not as bad as Little Kim was when she first came out, but it's just like it's like kind of freaking me out because I'm like, will this happen with like every big not every big female rapper, but is there a time where like a woman that's like maybe in like pop music or like was there a time where they just crack and they just like you know but it's different i feel like it's different because like uh i'm not making an excuse for looking because like that stressed me the hell out when it happened but um i feel like nikki has definitely gotten way more respect than mm-hmm. little kim did 100%. and i don't know what more does she like literally her fans like Honestly, I don't say anything about her on social media um, because I am like I'm terrified of the barbs. I will say that like they are because they're too crazy. They just exactly no because even with when them. I was a hard even when I was a hardcore barb, I said something like as a criticism and like I was a fat bitch. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Icons. Like, I don't know. Like, also, like, you dusted 
you dusted Jay-Z and Kanye West on their own song. Like, you, that's so, I, it was like a, a Nicki, it was, she, when she had her moment, it was like no other competition, for real. It was no other competition. It would be to the it point where, like, wasn't. anytime it was, like, best female anything, rapper, best rapper, period, it was always Nicki Minaj. She had her streak of just being, like, the number one. I'm like, but mm-hmm. now, because you did such a good job, you've opened the door. <laughs> Exactly. And now other women can be inspired and get in. And I just feel like she is she not handling her responsibility to these girls well. And I exactly. just feel like when you look at Rihanna and when you look at Beyonce, when you they really be coaching these young girls. They be rooting for them. They exactly. do. And I just I got like I just I can't. Because, like, even I, like, no matter what, like, criticism, whatever, I can never deny the influence and the impact that Nicki Minaj has had on my life. Same. But, um, it's fucking same. You know. But two things can be true. Exactly. That's just it. It can be, what? you had a great influence on me and you acting like a weirdo right now. And I don't exactly. understand why. But I know I'm already on her shit list and I definitely would be a um, broke meatball talking ass bitch. And oh, I know she I'm will okay. hate. She will hate my guts, and I'm sorry, but like I'm one of those people where I can't lie to to make people feel better. Like I can't lie. Like if you somebody who want people like a yes man or people to say what you what you, I'm your worst enemy. Like I can't, and like especially if I know that that's something you want from me, I will never do it. Just because no, I'm like you can't control me, so <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Honestly. All right. So, um, speaking of you know rappers, let's get into Megan Thee Stallion because she's just been having a rough week. Like, I feel like y'all, yeah, can y'all just like, leave this girl alone. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry. Like, people talking about a Nikki hate train. No, this is an actual like. This for real is a crazy ass hate train. It came out of nowhere. It literally it was like in a span of a few weeks that like people have been turning on Megan Thee Stallion. It's so weird. Like, first it started with people being like, um, you know, she don't change, she need to change her flow up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, she does have different, like, she has different types of flows. That's whatever. But now people are, like, um, saying that she's a demon because um, people have been unfollowing her. How y'all know that is beyond me. Um, I don't even know when people unfollow me. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I like because I be Joe as hell. Um, I recently found out somebody. <laughs> That's the one. It's the worst when you think shit good. Yeah. And you're like, yo, what happened? So I don't know why she was unfollowed. Maybe they wasn't following her anyway. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a possibility. Like think about that. But um anyway, it's just crazy this hate train and like, you know, she's still dealing with this Tory Lane situation and then this fucking nigga Carl. Fucking Carl. This man. So if you don't know Carl, that's a good thing. But Carl Crawford <laughs> is the CEO of 1501 Certified Entertainment, which is Megan Thee Stallion's label. And if you remember, when she first came out, like Tina Snow, she's like, I put that 1501 chain around my neck and that was lit. Like, she was Mm -hmm. shouting them out. Like, it was shit we used to be good. Always, every song. Yeah, but um, he's suing her for allegedly not fulfilling her record contract. 
He says, stop playing the victim, Megan Thee Stallion. You haven't paid for one show since 2019. Hiding behind hashtag Rock Nation. He says, you can keep that bullshit ass mixtape and send over to straight drop whenever you're ready. Um, and to me, okay, I just want to say this. I feel like this is a man who sees this woman making money and he wants some. That's just it. He really Nas- wants some. The nastiest That's type of so bitch. That's so nasty to me. And then I just think that everybody was hype about Megan Thee Stallion until they realized she thought she was a shit too, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. I think people thought it was an act. People thought her confidence was an act. People thought her confidence was just like the shit she said. Because a lot of girls do that. They'll be like super, you know crazy on the track and then when you when in person they be kind of self-conscious and Megan sound like no like I'm really that bitch and I'm everything I'm funny like I'm funny I'm beautiful I'm, I'm myself all the time I make it through rough times like when they when people start seeing how strong she was I think that's when they got scared this woman has yep. lost her mother she has lost her grandmother she has been shot and her father too she, she, her father. she keeps standing but people don't understand when you go through that shit can't nobody break you can't nobody mm-hmm. break you because you've already been through the most unthinkable shit. I think people see that and that's what makes, they, they hate it. And this guy mm-hmm. in particular, like he probably ain't making no money. They tried it with the uh, Erica Banks girl. You know, she had that busted song, but she is not the next Megan Thee Stallion. And it's only one, it's only going to be one stallion. That's just it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like now. And she write all her shit too. And rent now rent is due and you see her, you know, pop locking on every stage doing a split twerking and you're just like seeing green like i think it's really time for people to have this conversation about how a lot of these men been using women for years it started mm-hmm. as them being pimps and now they mm-hmm. try to like change it they try to change it and profit off of womenhood in another way they know the sex shit sell they mm-hmm. know her her shit and her sex appeal sells and they just want to <sighs> they want to they want to you know cash in so i feel like mm-hmm. similarly that because uh, remember when asian doll signed to gucci man yeah but she quickly got out of that mm-hmm. like she didn't say nothing about it like this is but she quickly got out of it and honestly i don't know what she was doing with him but um she because like gucci man he wanted women fe- yeah he wanted because they're like oh that's profitable right profitable right now because he had these girls called icy girls which was clearly city girls ripoff yeah and so here's the thing like when i was reading gucci main book he is somebody who is like a businessman always has been even when he was uh pushing weight you know moving weight whatever y'all the the young folks say even when he was in the streets like he is a businessman he saw that women were lucrative and he was like i'm gonna make some money off these women and -hmm. of course a lot of women like they want to you know get on board even tiana taylor with good music like you want to get on board but at the same time these guys don't really because of misogyny they mm-hmm. don't really invest in women in the same ways. They just want to cash in. Mm-hmm. They just want to cash in on your sexiness that the, the shit they that men don't have. And I'm just like so sick and tired of it. But Megan really, she told him off. She did. Yeah. She said first <laughs> the man over my label said I don't have I don't make him any money. Now he counters to and trying to keep me on his label because he wants to make more money. LOL. If I ain't making you no money. Why not just drop me? My lawyer's asking him for an expense report. Money 1501 supposedly has spent on me. 
Why this grown ass man put his jewelry and chains on there? Lord, free me from this joke ass label. I choose <laughs> not to say nothing back about court and address shit online, but I'm getting tired of being painted the bad guy. The last girl, the last girl in 1501 mad at this man too. Carl, I don't want to be signed to your pill popping ass. You talking about I ain't paid for a show and you you sound slow. I'm the artist. I don't pay you directly. Maybe fight with the man you signed to add signed to and you might see some money you fucking powder head you hiding behind jay prince carl you got a whole contact with 300 and talking to me like i got your fucking money why are you attacking me because you want to be famous not rich ex kevin lyle's where your money at stupid damn <laughs> then he wrote on his instagram story hey y'all believe that i think he said bitch sorry i'm looking at shade room screenshots Y'all believe that bullshit all you all y'all want to. I don't got Twitter fingers, so I'm not about to type all or type shit all day, but I promise everything said about me about the matter is a lie. The truth will will be out soon. Poke, Pinocchio nose emoji. Defamation claim <laughs> on the way. It's like listen here, biscuit head. You're not getting no money from Megan Thee Stallion. You go twerk since you want to, you want to get money <laughs> off of that shit so bad. You you yeah. go hop on the track. And I, is this nigga a, a baseball player? Like, what the hell do you know about music, Carl? Yo, he like, oh my God, like she's making so much money and I can technically, he's trying to see how he can get, like how he can use, weaponize the law since she's still under him to get some money out this woman. And I'm like, everybody should be disgusted. Like he said, hey, y'all believe that bullshit all you want. I don't got Twitter fingers. You literally started it. You do have Twitter fingers. And if what she said about you is true, that she asked, they asked for an expense report and you put chains and shit down, you need, you don't got a dog in this fight. Like you need to stop. And he's talking about some, we build stars. I'm sorry. Like no, I'm looking at Instagram right now. I never heard of them until um, Megan. And I think that it's a fake it if you make it thing. Like sometimes people just be saying anything, whether it's the truth or not. Like come I on. hate how delusional men are because they really be believing their shit. Like it's almost scary to a point it's, where it's they believe. Because like he posted a video of Erica Banks and was like, "Y'all like this?" And it got like a little bit. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> he posted this girl, um, and it got two hundred and twenty four likes. Jesus, one of his artists, like. My stuff get more likes than it. That's Why don't you do shit? You post an artist and it gets that many likes. Like, sorry to be that person. Yeah, like 596 likes. This thing he posted at Erica Banks, 518 likes. Like, that is so sad. You're like, you know what's you sad to are- me? That girl, Erica Banks, first of all, I do. I was listening to Busted in the Gym the other day because I, I do. I like the song. But it sounds like Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> yeah. That's why you like it. It really do. Like, even the something, 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 A, just that. I'm like, that's her fucking flow. Like, here's the thing. Even if that was my natural flow, I would switch that shit. Just so I didn't sound like her. And also, like, that's another thing. Shout out to Megan. Because even when I was playing around and doing rapping and stuff like that, um, bringing it back to Nikki, it was very hard for me to try not to mimic her flow mm-hmm. and Megan Thee Stallion has come out with her li- like I've never heard like I've always listened to female rappers from the south and stuff but I've never heard a cadence like how she says stuff yes and so it definitely is very even like the way that Eric I'm looking at her Instagram right now like the way she dressed 
is very um like how Megan Thee Stallion used to dress. Yeah, and I was like, is it because they both from the South? I don't know. But another thing, if we're going to talk about originality and cadence, I feel the same way about JT and Carisha. I feel like, don't nobody sound like them. Exactly. Like, like, yes, they do remind... Like, Trina. They do remind... She, like, Carisha somewhat remind me of Trina, but it's still a different... It's still different. It's so different because I think that for a long time, all women wanted to do was sound pretty, you know? Very and I feel true. like Carisha ain't worried about sound pretty. She worried about sounding nasty. Like she mm-hmm. wants to sound funky. She wants to sound nasty. And JT pretty much is talking her shit. Like she's talking to you. Like mm-hmm. she, JT almost sound like somebody from like you know like when rappers first came out in the back of the day and when they was telling the story they was like they kind of had this like rhythm to their voice. I really like. I love their delivery. Them Megan mm-hmm. Thee Stallion. It's just like 100% original, like to me. Yeah. Um, but specifically Megan Thee Stallion, like ain't no she in a league of her own. And I just hate the hate train. I really do. Um, and I hope that Carl gets nothing. Yeah, Carl, you're not going to win this one. Like she got so much against her, but like who? Like she got a lot against her, but she definitely could take a nigga named Carl. Like sorry. And not only this, can she take him, but Rock Nation could take him because that's who supports. Exactly. Like Carl, you don't got Rock Nation money, so just keep going. You, you gonna don't. tire yourself out and exhaust all your funds trying to get some money that's not yours. Like please go to hell. Yeah, like nigga, like trying don't to make you somebody like... work just to give you money. Like what? Also, random. Somebody died at a pool party, like his his pool. Hmm. So maybe he tried to get money from that. Creepy. Creepy as hell. Yeah. Um you know, again, more of these rap people, they are so messy. So y'all probably saw that like uh DL Hughley and Kanye West were beefing because DL Hughley pretty much said that um he said on Vlad a Vlad interview last month that Kanye West is stalking his uh ex-wife. And he is. Like we all yeah, fucking he, know that. Like he, he is. Is <laughs> and like, so without question. So then Kanye got mad and he started like saying things that I thought were funny. I'm not gonna lie about um Dale Hughley on Instagram. And Dale Hughley is is not innocent. So I didn't I thought it was funny to live. Um, but he was pretty much saying that Dale Hughley couldn't afford to hurt him. And he was saying that like he's funny as long as you hear his jokes like three thousand times. And he was talking about his choices and in, in outfits. And it was just, you know, a back and forth between the two of them. Whatever, it's over, it gets his Kanye's account gets suspended. Steve Harvey decides that if you want to fuck with one king of comedy, you got to fuck with them all. So on his morning show, Steve Harvey said, pull up. It ain't what you want. If y'all, if y'all do get to scrapping, all my cash is on DL. Cause you have no idea. You've been a little politically, socially conscious rapper. We from the ass whooping era. We from a whole nother era. And I think that this article, it's the XSL article. This shit is so funny. The next line says Harvey is 65 years old while DL Hughley is 59 and Kanye West is 44. <laughs> Why was it necessary to name all their names? Their ages. This is but the silly, goofy old years. Not this senior citizen beef. Like, come the fuck on. 65. Talk about the beef from the ass whooping era. You used to be. 
<laughs> yeah, you need to pipe down, sir. Like, don't do that. Just keep Steve. your fedora on and, <laughs> and, 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 you know, do do what you've been doing. Like, the thing is... Because one wrong move and them ankles go creep, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> I never no more family before. feud. I never said this before, but I know Steve Harvey can get under a lot of people's skin, but I feel like we would get along. Yeah, I feel like he would like you. Well, know why? Because like, although I hate that he be saying certain shit, I naturally do it. So it's like some problematic elders be liking me because I naturally just do certain things that they like. But I hate that they don't never respect other people who are different. But... Oh, he would hate me down. He reminds me of somebody that we used to work with when we worked at that museum. Oh, I feel like yeah, that's why I like yeah. 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 Anyway, he would hate me down. It's without a question. I just I'm like, I don't care. He like I'm disrespectful like, son of a. You <laughs> <laughs> like women ain't shit these days. <laughs> and I sit with my legs open. Oh, it's a done bun. He like young lady, young lady, young lady. Well. You got to change if you want a man. <laughs> I don't <even> know. <laughs> Don't care. So, do you understand that people exist that are different from you? Yeah, um, like bonehead. <laughs> All right, so let me get through this last piece because it's not over. <laughs> so, you may or may not know that there's an artist that Kanye West signed named Theophilus London. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> he decided that he wanted to hop into the beef too. And so he started recording DL Hughley in the bathroom at a restaurant. And he shared it on on Instagram. He said, last night's events, who was the current king of comedy? Question mark. Is it me? Question mark. Just to clear the air, please swipe. Regardless of my humor on what's real or not, this is the internet, a.k.a. fast food entertainment. You can cancel the nigga, but you can't cancel the culture. If you love me when I love you, the rest of y'all hop off my dick. DL, don't be using the eggplant emoji too much. You are a king in comedy. This is the best time to call Netflix. Hashtag 15 minutes. And he then hashtag TMZ, DL Hughley, the Shade Room Complex, and then quoted Move With Love. Bro, are you okay? None of that shit makes sense <laughs> at all. I'm so fucking confused about what happened. And Same. I was yeah. like, huh? So in the caption for that um, Instagram post, uh, DL Hughley wrote, who? Who the fuck is Theodore Huxtable and why is he video bombing my table while I'm having dinner with friends and family? Like, that's ca- creepy. Also, why were you in the same place as D.L. Hughley? Like, coincidentally. He said, these new cats are built way different. Where do you draw the line on clout chasing? I would say taking a video in the bathroom at Noble while another man has his, what's his name, out Security was doing their job, keeping the clout chasers away from the guests trying to enjoy their dinner. Congratulations, you played yourself. When are they going to learn to stop coming from me? Hashtag Team DL. Hashtag I don't know you. Hashtag you played yourself. Hashtag we don't believe you need more people. Hashtag for the gram. Hashtag gone wrong. Hashtag this ain't it, you. Too many hashtags. <laughs> oh, he was at Nobu. So yeah, I guess no that meant... But how did he know that D.L. Hughley was going to be at Nobu? Like he was, not, he just. Yo, you're not you're not the fave like on the on the label, and you exactly making a public ass you. of yourself is not going to do it. And so, okay, so first of all, why do I have my duster in my yeah, hands? Like, huh? <laughs> anyway, um, so this nigga is messy. 
Um, and I know that I started it, but he did not have to reply because in my defense, I'm just somebody and you nigga need to be doing your work. Like, so, um, I don't remember what the conversation was. I think he might've been defending Ian Connor, um, who everybody know is a, like, you know, has hella allegations against him. Um, and I said something to, I like added him cause he was like defending Ian Connor. I said something and he replied back to me. Um, but since then he had, it happened in 2016. So he deleted his tweet, but I'm just like, you be riding so hard for these men. It's so Nobody weird. really knows you. Like, what is your career? Like, what is your stand? Cause I didn't even realize he was on good music. It's insane. It's, I'm just I did not realize he was on good music at all. Yeah. He needs to start trying to make Fetch happen. He's really trying to make Fetch happen. And you are a messy... Like, you are... Wait, it says London's social media accounts, mainly Instagram, have been allegedly subject for several hacks and privacy breaches. No, that's him doing that crazy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Also, why is that on your Wikipedia? He wrote that. Yeah, he's crazy. That was weird (laughs) to me. I feel like... um. What Megan the Stallion said, like, are you a powder head? Because everything, <laughs> you said... <laughs> everything you wrote did not make sense. That shit was like, I really felt like y'all probably was like, what is what is she talking about? I don't know. He said this is the best time to call Netflix. Hashtag 15 minutes. What do you talk about? <laughs> he said, if you love me, then I love you. The rest of y'all hop off my dick. <laughs> you was recording somebody else. In the ba- in the bathroom, <laughs> you freak, you fucking creep. There's another thing. This article says Theo, whatever, London says he was hacked um, after being accused of trying to sell Miley Cyrus collab. What, bro? What are you doing? You using your power for all the wrong things. I swear you to God, are not hacked. Like I ain't gonna lie, he's more popular than me, right? So if I had his <laughs> level of access, like I would not be dick riding Kanye West right now. I'd be working to get ahead. Like, why are you video? Why are you recording Dale Hughley? <laughs> this is not in the bathroom. No, bro. Dale Hughley called security on him. I'm like, as you should. That's that's wrong. embarrassing to be escorted out of Nobu. Like, probably you're probably would. never gonna. You're probably never gonna be able to to come back. Like, because I feel like that's the type of place that don't play that shit. Did it so everybody essentially everybody was in a sunken place this week. The whole tea time was a sunken place. Um, also, if anybody's been in Noble, please let me know how it's been because I saw something on TikTok where people said they spent like a thousand dollars on food and they left and they was hungry. They went to McDonald's and I don't believe that because Beyonce be going to Noble and she looked like she liked good food. Like I don't like that. That's one of my but pet also peeves. I feel like Beyonce be lying. But yeah, but I feel like people, I, I just don't like that, I, I guess. I don't know if this makes sense, but I just don't like that, that people be <laughs> hyping up restaurants where the food ain't good. Again, what do y'all go to restaurants for? For the vibes. I don't, I can stay home for some damn vibes. I want some good food. But we'll, yeah, if right. y'all been, please let us know. Because that was, that was the feedback that I saw on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Then DL Hughley, they're eating and I'm like, is it good or not? All right, so let's move on into common senses. Uh, this week, me and Sabrina was just like, we noticing that people are out here acting like characters. 
Like, mm-hmm. really. It's to the point where, like, Freaky it's really stuff. hard to find an original person. It's, I feel like when people tell me jokes these days, all the jokes are straight up shit I saw on Twitter. Like, the other day, um, I was, some woman was uh, speaking and she was talking about how, like, Dollar Tree is no longer a dollar. And she's like, damn, now it's the dollar 25 store. And I'm like, we all saw that joke on Twitter. We all saw it. And it's just Dude, like, you're hell. making it like you created this. And it's just what, what shocks me more are the people who who like it. Like, they think it's funny. I'm like, you haven't heard this already? They're like, <laughs> They're like right, the dollar 25. I'm like, I'm not trying to be smart, but like, I know this many people will shop in a Dollar Tree. Yeah, y'all don't. Y'all just want to talk. Yeah, everybody like to be relatable. So it's like, yeah. what's, what can I, you know, that's the personality. It's like perfect, but I'm also relatable. Because the same thing I noticed. So, I mean, this isn't going too far off topic, but like, if you ever see a TikTok and like there's words, people saying like a, a phrase or something, and they just like, it's like a song playing and they just look at it and they doing like movement. That's a tweet that they took and they're just like putting their face on. They're just like, Put, they're putting a tweet to a video yeah and people eat it up like it'll get like 2,000 likes on twitter but then like 80k on tiktok and for some reason and then it's different genres of personalities like you got the yeah. the one that posted tim's song it was like this is the piece that you cannot buy this, you know like it's like super i'm always mentally in the right shape physically in the right shape like mm-hmm. all i do is drink water all day and stretch that's all and, and be on my laptop like that's all they do all day right yeah. then you got the people who were depression is their personality trait like being a mess yeah. and being toxic like that's their personality and then you got the it girl who Who's the main character, you know, who just lives her life regardless. And like, it's, it's, it's just all these things. And, and the people literally dress the same that are in this genre. They tell the same jokes. They tell the same stories. Yeah. It's like, they're relatable in the same ways. And there's no mm-hmm. focus on like originality as much as mm-hmm. like, I'm fitting, I'm checking the boxes that my character is supposed to check. And it's just exhausting. Not because Oh, people don't want to be original, but because when you talk to people, you feel like you are in the twilight zone. Like I'm talking, I don't talk like that. Like I, I, I always feel like because I do like to create content and -hmm. because I do like healthy habits and motivation and positivity, I pray that I'm not ever giving nobody those vibes of like, Oh, I'm perfect. I'm a character. I'm not, I'm a real ass person. Shit be rough for me. (laughs) Exactly. Also it's crazy. Just talking about this made me realize something that just happened. Like, it's crazy that, like, these people who want to be in this category of things and personalities, when you start being, like, they'll be, like, that on a surface level. Like, they'll be, like, oh, I like to do this yoga, like, stuff like that on the surface level. Or I'm, like, emo. Like, I'm, got like, on the surface level. But then when people actually really dive into it, that's when they, like, be, like, what the fuck? Like, try to, like, make fun of you or, like, be weird. Or they're, like, no. Like, you know, if I didn't see this, if, like, TikToker, um, uh, MBJ X seven seven didn't do it. Like it's not it. That's not the principle. That's not the custom. It's very weird. It is um, very weird. Yeah, because somebody recently did that to this um this goth girl on Twitter. Literally, like traditional goth makeup is like white face, black like makeup and stuff like that. Like ghosted, like eighties goth and stuff. People were making fun of her, and it's just like, how do you make fun of somebody when they're being exactly who they are? Like how the genre, like that's literally how you're supposed to be. So I feel like people are making like this, um, 
this, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, like this formula that's very like, um, it's almost like a Disney show. Like it's, yeah. almost, it's very TV and it's like, it's very like TV, very like PG, very like, um, um, it's very TV. Like yes. we were originally saying it's very TV. And when people go off script, it's like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. that's not it. Exactly. When you go off script, when you step out of character, people are so disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. Like they are so, so, so disappointed in you. And it's just like, it puts you in a position where you don't know how to interact with folks because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I keep it realer than real. That's just how I, you know, mm-hmm. we're all, we're both like that. And mm-hmm. I really get attracted to people who are real and Same. it's not everybody. Of course there are people, real mm-hmm. people in this world, but I feel like it's a, it's a growing trend to mm-hmm. like, I know that we all talk about romanticizing our lives, but like everything else, like why do y'all have to take shit so damn far? Like, and mm-hmm. the craziest thing is I see it happening across age groups. Mm-hmm. It's not just the young ones. Like mm-hmm. it's not just Gen Z out here doing it. Sometimes I feel like Gen Z is realer. Like on they I feel like the way they use TikTok sometimes, like showing their family's imperfections. Like I've noticed that a lot of people in Gen Z, like they make content in their house be looking like don't look super like an influencer house. Mm-hmm. Got a normal working class ass home with mm-hmm. wooden panels and carpet like the fucking rest of us, like the houses <laughs> we grew up in. You know, yeah. they got white refrigerators. And I, it's something about seeing those TikToks still perform well that makes mm-hmm. me like, oh, wow, see, this is like the good part of like, you know, TikTok or this is a good part of Twitter or Instagram when people are just their, themselves. Like Meatball. Meatball is mm-hmm. herself. Like she just be yes. making com she literally be in the middle of West Philly streets dancing. <laughs> like she it. she herself. Young Barbecue is very much doing her thing, giving us something that we don't get often. Mm-hmm. But then I just see like even like elders sometimes when they telling stories, they're telling stories in a way where they're like, hmm, let me tell you something. You don't need no man. And that's like, all right. All it's right. very like I know all content create like technically our outline is a script. It's technically a script. Like a lot of content creators make scripts because it's you know you want to get all your points together yes. and like you don't want to forget things and you want to make sure you have every question answered before somebody answers it. But it comes to the point where the script becomes so diluted that you're not even a person anymore. Like you said, like you are a character. And it's just very, it's like no heart, it's no soul in it. It's like, people are thinking like, this will perform well. Yeah. Like, it's not thinking like, oh, this is me. They're like, this is what will perform. Yeah. And I think that like, sometimes I have accidentally done that. Like, I've accidentally made content based on like, well, will this perform well? Because, you know, to a certain extent, you have to do that. Like, you have to follow some, it's just about that balance. But I, what I will say is when I don't make things from my heart and soul, I don't like it. And I'm just like, I don't I don't want to do this. Like, I actually don't get paid as a content creator right now. I don't. I do this shit for free. I do it because I like it. I do it because I would like to get paid one day. But with that, like, it's the balls in my court. I don't have mm-hmm. to make the same shit as everybody else. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you live and you 
and you you praise and polish your work every time mm-hmm. you do it. Like anytime I create a reel or whatever the case, I'm like, all right, cool. Like I like this regardless of the engagement. I liked it because I feel like when I look back at my life in 10 years, because that's what social media is, it's an archive of your life. This will be a true representation of my experience. But this other video will not be a true representation of my experience. And then I'm going to be confused about my past. So I need to be very real exactly and like i started noticing that like it was making me sad like honest what what originally like started this conversation while you talked about it i was talking about um and i feel like if anybody has a chance to check it out um i don't like youtube analyzers but i like mina lee like she's one of my favorite um i would say like uh youtube analyzers and she made a video recently called confidence like how confidence is a cult and it was inspired by if you've seen euphoria the um scene where cat was like um like i can't even get out of bed and everybody's like love yourself love yourself so she was inspired by that because that's really how um social media and things are going like you can't have a like it seems like you can't have a single like negative or like real uh, unpolished thought that's what it is Right. You can't have a single unpolished thought. Um, and if you have if you have a thought that's like unpolished, it's like um you have to worry about will this will this perform well and like oh my gosh, like people are constantly apologizing. Like, sorry, I had an off day, sorry, this and the third, like sorry this has happened and stuff like that. And it's just like it's not, you know, that's unhealthy to a point. It is very, very unhealthy. And I feel like The reason why we're here is because, again, we all started to realize that self-care and being positive and taking ownership and leaning in were important to our success. Mm -hmm. And, you know, self-help is more accessible now than ever before. Conversations about mindfulness is just like normalized so much more, so Mm -hmm. much more than ever before. And I think people get drunk off the how good they feel and then they start becoming like people that just make their whole life around it and I'm just like look that's not that's not realistic now Mm -hmm. I am addicted to how good I feel too when I worked out I'm addicted to how good I feel when I'm like meditating it's to the point where if I'm struggling really bad that I do feel excited and I want to share it with other people but I also understand that you got to be in a space to do it Like you Mm -hmm. can't do it simply because I did it and it worked because I have tried meditation for years and it wasn't clicking for me. I had Mm -hmm. to learn to meditate my way. I had to learn to ground myself my way. I had to learn what fitness worked for me, all these things. And it's just very personal. So it's like share things in a way that, that makes people feel like they can do it too. Not Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, like this is a secret society where if you don't have super crisp linen white sheets, you can't participate in yoga and meditation. If you're not like wearing $700 special edition Doc Martens, you can't really participate in email. And it's just like, it, it takes, it makes this exclusiveness on inclusiveness. And I don't like that at all. Yes, I think that like so true. it should, should be inclusive. And I think that the pandemic has created this lore because we're living through screens right now. So people get to be really, really like impressive on the internet and there's nobody who really knows them in real life. And it's almost as if real life don't matter. That's why Mm -hmm. I be deleting the apps a few times because it's easy to get caught up. And I'm just like, this shit ain't real. These, you know, it's real people on here. Yeah. But like my presence on here is not, it's not real. What's real is what's in front of me. 
Exactly. So, you know, we just want to talk about how how we stay authentic in this time where everybody else is so fucking fake. Um, for me, I always think about me as a teenager, like who I would want to look up to or who I would like who I always wanted to be. Um, and holding on to that, like that image of me as a teenager, I feel like that helps me stay grounded. Also, um, just constantly like checking myself um and also for me I feel like it just feels kind of easy to not get wrapped up in that stuff because like I guess I don't know if it's a combination that I've been on the internet for so long and like especially from the dawn of MySpace where people were like fake that was the beginning of like people being fake as hell and then me finding out stories of like how people I looked up to were like I had no idea that they were like fucking groomers and like they were like just out of control or like you know they just you know were out of control using drugs and all that stuff like that like Pete learning that I guess from a young age made me realize like yo this shit is hella fake like and also my friends just being around people who just are real and just being transparent and I'm just like it's, it's almost like I view it now as watching tv mm-hmm. like that's how, because before I didn't view social media like that. I'm like, these are real people doing real things, but I view it as watching TV. And I think about even on my best days, like even when there's times where like my room is clean and like I've had great sleep, I still don't wake up and do the things that people do on the TikToks. Mm-hmm. I still don't. Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay to just want to be like a normal human living your day to day, not not with perfection at the top of mind because it can get to you. I think that what you said about checking yourself is something that everybody gonna have to do a few times because you underestimate how like human you are until you are consuming something and then starting to think that your life needs to be that way too. Mm -hmm. So it's like that can happen to everybody. Like for me, I always feel like if I'm taking a picture, I can't have nothing in my background. You know, that's just something I picked up because I'm like, it needs to be clean cut. Like I'm telling the story, I'm curating this. And then I'm just like, but you know what? That's everybody know that your house ain't clean 24 seven. So just, it's okay if, you know, people see, you know, some mail in the background. It really is. Yeah, It's okay <laughs> if people see like some cords not cleaned up in your home. Like it's okay. Cause your house is lived in, you be living in it. But mm-hmm. for me, I think that I've been a black sheep for so long that being myself and I, I've I've learned to be myself under really almost dangerous circumstances because it can be dangerous being yourself in public schools. Like for people be wanting sure. to fight you just because you're yourself. People be wanting to fight you because you like Lizzie McGuire and you wear Skechers. Like speaking for experience. <laughs> no, that's not a no, lie. That people is be mad as shit zero. that you yourself. And I feel like if I can survive those mean ass like North Philly, West Philly kids for being myself, um, it's it's just gonna be what it is. Also, I just feel like I've gotten so far from being different. So I just don't understand why people mm-hmm. would want to be the same as everybody else. Uh also I know that there comes power like in being yourself. Like you free yourself and you free other people when you're yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's such a relief when I'm around somebody and they just say some real shit and I'm like, woo, <sighs> I get to like, I feel like I get to unbutton my pants and just let my stomach out, you know, and exactly. just be normal, be a human being, like strip away all this other shit. Like as humans, we have needs and that does not require being aesthetically pleasing all the damn time. Like sometimes it's just mm-hmm. about 
relaxed and chilling. So I just try to remind myself that I feel relief when other people are real. So I'm going to be real. And I'm going I'm to give other people permission to be real f- by being real first. Like, I'm going to exactly. be authentic. I owe it to myself, it- too. I owe it to myself to see who I am. And I'm going to lose myself trying to be other people. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That is very true. And also, like, I was, like, as you was talking, I realized that I was kind of having a hard time answering the question because I've been myself for so long. Yeah. Like, I committed to being real that, like, I almost forgot. Like, it's, it's become, like, once you tap into that, it becomes so natural that you just, like, you know. Yeah, there's nowhere thinking. else you can be. Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. And the words of Rihanna, shine bright like a diamond, you know. So that's it. That's the show, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at blackgirlbrunch um, at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at blkgirlbrunch. Follow us on Instagram at blackgirlbrunch. You can follow me on Instagram at imamate. On Twitter at itsmate. Y'all, please send us some more messy listener letters. Yes. And you can follow me at itsfrankandfem on Instagram and frankandfem underscore on Twitter. That's it. That's the show. Bye. Peace.